Hi, I'm Lucia. Hi, I'm Rahea. I'm Rebecca. I'm Lily. And this oh. is the Black, Black History Month podcast. <laughs> For me, Black History is a time to like celebrate and really teach people about things that they don't know or misconceptions that they might have from the past and the present as well. But Black History is also a thing where like it's they focus on not just black history but like the whitewash version of black history if that makes mm-hmm. sense like um like they'll they'll say the, they'll say the stories but they'll paint it in a way where it's like yeah the black people were done wrong but we weren't also a hundred percent wrong like i heard a story about the burnt house with black people in it and it was something in America in like the 40s or something, but I didn't know until like a couple months later that about what was happening to the black people in that house before it got burnt down, like their kids were eaten, the women were raped, all of that stuff. But no one really tells us about that. We have to find it out for ourselves. Yeah, black history is definitely about like debunking a lot of just myths when it comes to black history, because there's so many Especially, um, as Rahea said, like in history books especially, it's painted in such a whitewashed version to try and show that white people what they did wasn't as wrong as it actually sounds, when realistically, slavery was a brutal time to live in and nobody should have had to go through that. A lot of the things I hear as well, to try and make white people sound better is like slavery should have happened because if it didn't then cultures wouldn't have been shared and stuff like that which i i understand from a point of view but to say like the slaves definitely deserved what happened to them because if it didn't happen we wouldn't have different cultures and different ethnicities and that sort it's just not a well mindset to even think of. Um, I also think that, um, like especially in school, like they tell you that in Black History Month they're just always just tell you about slavery and segregation and stuff like that. But they won't tell you about all these other those black people who like actually accomplished so much, even though they had to go through so much stuff like slavery. That really that really annoys me because when it comes to Black History Month in like schools and stuff. The first thing that they have to mention, and I get it, but it would just be slavery. It's like, you're not going to speak about all the stuff that black people accomplished and all the great like people in history who were black. You're just going to think of the first thing you think of in Black History Month is, oh, there were slaves. Like, why has, does that need to be the first thing that comes to your mind when you think of Black History Month? Like, black people write so much more than that. And it's also the fact that Every single year we hear the same stories about the same icons. Like every year, Rosa Parks, Martin Luther King, Malcolm X. But you don't hear about the other people. Like no one, people barely know about the story of Kunta Kinte. The, like, unless you've watched the movie. And even still, people don't even believe that the movie is real life. They just think, oh, slave movie. This was definitely made up because there's no way that that actually happened. Like, it's so sad hearing about the things that happened during that time and the fact that the only way you can hear about it is not in school because it's not taught properly. All they said to us was that 
she sat at the bu- she sat at the front of the bus and she didn't want to move. But they didn't tell us the backstory and everything else that's led up to it, all the other protests and things she's done. Same with Martin Luther King. Nowadays, the only pe- the only thing people focus on with Martin Luther King was the fact that he only wanted segregation to end because he had a white mistress and stuff like that. Like, they, all they say is like, I know it's like, I'm not going to say romanticising it, but it's like putting them hella high when really what they did was just like necessary. And then they don't also, they don't always look at like their past, their his, their actual history and all of that stuff. And it feels like they kind of, um, they kind of just want you to think, oh, it was just, your history was just, just suffering the whole time and stuff like that. When there's like loads of black inventors and stuff like that done, like you, like you said, like it was just lots of stuff. And like, I feel like they need to just talk about those stuff as well, other than that, the bad side of it. That's the point of Black History Month. Like, Black History Month isn't just about the history of Black people that went through, but also the future. Like, in a few years' time, where do you envision Black people? Because even though it's like we're mixed and we're cultured and we're all bonded together now, when Black people can roam freely on the street, in a hierarchy, Black people are still below white people. So, in a few years' time, where do you still? envision black people are we like are you still going to be lower on the pedestal or are we actually going to be equal oh, and i also see it as a month where we really get to challenge stereotypes but even though they're being challenged they're still there like um the most innocent the sweet looking black boy or girl and people will still be like oh like, let me clutch my purse, they're probably going to steal from me. Like, or if a white child was to throw a tantrum in the middle of the store because their mum didn't want to buy anything, they'll be like, oh, it's nothing. If a black child was to do it, it's like, oh, no home training. What are these parents doing? These parents probably beat their kids at home. Like, this is stuff that I've heard in real life, so I know it's true. Like, you know, and the passers-byers sometimes they know to keep it in their heads. Sometimes they have to say it when it's not really necessary. And even though it's not always directed at me, as a black person, I still feel it Mm. because I'm just like, that's a little child. Like they're not even, they don't even have a personality yet. They're not grown. So you can't really put the things into their head that, oh, they're gonna be like a drill rapper, they're gonna be a gang member, they're gonna steal, they're gonna do all of this, because that, that's gonna put it in their heads that as a black person, that's what they're destined to be, so they're not gonna really try and achieve anything better. I don't know if like, anyone's noticed, but sometimes I feel like they put in our head that we're meant, like you said, that we're meant to do like sports and music. I, don't, I know like, some of us want to do that, but it's funny they say that as well because one of the biggest miscommunications I hear about black people is black people can't swim but then they want you to do sports it's, I, I want to know where that myth even came up from that black people can't swim okay. and like the one about black people dancing as well like I have no rhythm in my body if I'm being completely <laughs> honest like 
There's certain dances I can do. Um, but let's not even get into that. But like, there's that common misconception. Oh yeah, she's black. Let's put her at the front of the dance team. No, I can't dance for Jack. Like, if you put on a song and told me to dance, or they're gonna shoot my mom, I'll just have to tell my mom, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Like, I don't know, I can't dance for Jack, but they always assume that I can because I'm black and stuff like running fast. I can't run. I will be out of breath in less than 10 seconds. Like, I'm running fast, unless I'm running away from like a dog or something, I can't run fast. But yeah, it's like all of them stereotypes that they put on us, and now we have to live up to them, but we can't. Like, if I try to be athletic, I think I'll probably like go into early shock or something. Like, I can't do it. Who is your female inspiration? It's got to be Whitney Houston, must be. Like, she started off from the bottom, grew, came something special, obviously, you know, when you get into the life of, like, music, it sometimes could take a terrible turn. But she was, I don't know, she was just strong, like, especially for everything that she was going through and, like, all of the backlash that she got, all the things that people used to call her. Like, I would say that she is quite inspirational. I would say has to be, like, the women in my family, basically. I know that sounds, like, really cringe or whatever, but it's just because, especially, like, the older generations, they came here from Gambia, and it's really hard, like, coming from another country, learning a whole new language, having to assimilate into the culture, then having to bring your kids up in a culture that you barely understand yourself, and having to, like, stay strong for them, even though, like, you don't know what's going to happen next. They're clueless because, yeah, they were born and raised here, but you need, you look for you look to your parents for gui guidance, but if they don't know themselves, it's kind of hard, but they they go out of their way to figure it out and then teach you the best that they can. So for me, when I think of female inspiration, like obviously the first thing to come to my mind would be like musicians or black actors and stuff like that. And I, I generally thought long and hard about who it could be because when I first saw the question, I was like, I don't actually think I have any inspirations. Um, but I think my biggest inspiration would probably be like the writer Mallory Blackman, which a lot of people I know have read the books in secondary school but the way that she writes her book you can tell she really writes her books straight from the heart um I think the first book I ever read from her wasn't actually Noughts and Crosses but it was Pig Heart Boy and even though it has nothing to do about being black or anything but you can just tell like the way she writes it she really writes her books from the soul and so when I moved on to her series Noughts and Crosses I'm a very open-minded person, so not a lot of people understood the point of the story, but it basically took how white and black people used to live and completely flipped it. So it, it was kind of sending out a message like, this is, this is a way that white people could have lived. And it was a way to show like how black people experienced what they did and how like how tough it was for them and basically to just try and even if you're not going to understand it but try and sort of understand how it was for them and how it still is for them now because her books go through years and decades of a timeline and a family line and each book is 
based on something different and each character has their own storyline and how they perceive things because it's all from a first person point of view and I just think the way she writes her books she's really trying to like deliver a message on how hard it was for black people and for her to just completely flip the storyline with noughts and crosses I think was a really smart move on her end and I really do encourage more people to read those books especially because it's not only just supporting a black writer but just so you can get the mindset of how it actually is especially if you don't understand just the concept of black history month for black history in general that would probably be one of the best places to start when educating yourself to try and put yourself in those shoes which is exactly what she did in those books so yeah if I was ever meeting like Mallory Blackman I'd probably cry because her writing is just it's brilliant especially when I read Pig's Hard Boy like it really brings you to tears the way she really puts thoughts into words how can we make things better for black women moving forwards there's that stereotype that black women are supposed to be curvy like no diet no exercise nothing you just have to be somehow miraculously have the body and if the woman doesn't have the body that she's supposed to have like there's a really skinny black person it's just like oh when are your african auntie jeans gonna kick in like it's not so you're not supposed to say anything like say that she if you don't want to say anything nice about her body like don't say it but they always have to say something it's like oh you're black why don't you have a bum you're black why are your boobs small like why is your waist not inner like there's always something about a black woman's body that they just have to say because of how black women are painted in the media and all of that yeah. on the like topic of um like you're talking about like hair and stuff i also think that like there's less access to like stuff for our hair like like the products but also in hairdressers like this one time i went to like a hairdresser and it was like a European hairdressers and they didn't they couldn't do my hair because it was like different but like there's less research in what like our hair and stuff like that. I think it's unfair. Um break down stereotypes. The stereotypes are annoying, especially with what Rahea said with curvy black women. It's really funny as well because um in the like few I think a few decades ago there was um a black woman who was painted up to be a freak because she had a gigantic bum and small waist and she was put basically into the circus to be made fun of and laughed at and that's now been turned into what black women need to look like. So break down the stereotypes um, and just have a bit more respect on definitely what you say to black women in general. Because some of the things, especially with black men, what I've heard them say is absolutely disgusting towards black women. Like, if you have a preference, I completely understand. You're allowed to have a preference. But to then try and put black women down because you want to be with a white woman, it's disgusting. Because at the end of the day, you need to remember, you was birthed from a black woman. And if you're going to disrespect other black women like that, you are disrespecting your mum. And it's, it's disgusting, some of the things I've heard them say. Um, and definitely the stereotypes, there's a big problem, not just in society in general, but like the medical practice field. 
there's a, a myth that black women don't feel pain and so many black women lose their lives or they lose their children, especially um, through maternity and just healthcare in general, because there's a myth that black women can't feel pain and so they're less likely to be given an epidural or less likely to be given painkillers if they go to the doctors and say they're in pain because of this myth when at the end of the day like we're all human and there's going to be different pain tolerances for everyone but not everyone means every culture and every skin color so yeah just break down like the stereotypes and educate yourself and i don't know go home and like say something nice to a black woman today actually going back on what you said earlier about black men i feel like when we speak about like interracial interracial like relationships and stuff a lot of the time it's actually black men are putting down black women like before it used to be a lot of white men who would sit down and put down black women because that wasn't their type which is absolutely fine if that's not your type but sadly like today like it is black men that we disrespect a black woman like we don't have to like you don't have to like us you don't have to be we don't have to be your type it's fine but for you to like take it as far as saying oh yeah i prefer a black i prefer a white woman because she has less attitude i think i spoke to my friend about this and he made a comment basically saying that the reason he prefers white girls over black girls is because he could tell a white girl to shut up and she'd listen but if he said the same thing to a black girl like she would argue back which is so crazy to me that you'd want to be with like another race in order to gain control but like even stuff like that like as a black man like it would be crazy if your black mom heard you say that so yeah even like like what you're saying i find that sometimes they could be a bit less respect they'd be more respectful to i don't know to a black woman i don't know what it is but sometimes i feel like they are less i don't know what to say yeah, like, we don't have to be your type, like, that is yeah. fine. We do not have to be your type. If you do not want to be a black girl, that is fine. But it's just it's just the respect part of it. Like, you just don't need to be disrespectful about it. It makes me like, oh, black girls are disgusting. I can never be a black girl. Um, my mum, she told me this story. And when my parents were together on a bus a couple of years back, there was this white lady singing a racist song. And my dad, he it's, it's a stereotype that like black people are aggressive and stuff but my dad had no idea he like she was singing a racist song and my mum immediately knew and she got off the bus and she told my dad and she had to wait for the bus to leave before she told my dad because she knew that my dad was gonna get really mad with that because he hates racism like and the way that he gets treated on the street and stuff just because of the way he looked, especially when we were younger as well, because like, I'm white passing, my sister's white passing, my brother, he got lucky, he's not white passing, but the way that people will stare at a black person with a white looking child, and think that's not their kid, they must be adopted or something, and will try and take a child away from their parents, or be like, do you need help and stuff, it's unfair, like, there needs to be more education when it comes to black people and mixed people as well. Like, not one thing I especially hear, especially white passing from European people especially, is that uh, mixed people are going to come out the exact same shade. 
and there needs to be more education that makes people it's like a color palette if you mix white and black it's not going to come out gray the same gray every single time and white people and black people like their kids aren't going to come out exactly the same shade every single time if you look at me and my siblings my brother's the youngest out of all of us but he's the darkest and i'm not the whitest of us all but like there just needs to be a lot more education which is why i think black history month is not as popular compared to all the other months in the year that are based around educating that just you can go home and educate yourself and think you've done your part in black history but just because you educate yourself doesn't mean that you've done enough another thing that was see we said about interracial couples obviously i'm mixed my mum's eastern european and south african but she's obviously like really really pale and obviously my dad's jamaican so another thing that i will say when they say interracial couple a lot of white women or white men need to stop saying that the reason they want to be with a black person is for, for mixed race kids. kids. I hate it because so much. Like, it's just weird. It's, it's basically fetishizing mixed race babies. Like, you could say, oh, I'm attracted to a black man, that's fine. But for you to go, the reason I want to be with a black man is because I want brown babies because they're cute. Is crazy. I don't know why they say that. It's yeah. really, it's really bad. It's so rude. It's which is why. So bad. Do you know what it always is, though? Light-skinned baby with green eyes named Jaden. Yeah, yeah like, so you're, it's very, 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 very <laughs> unlikely for you to be with a black man and get a mixed-race child that will have a tablet. It's, like, it's so hard to get. And then a lot of people, when they end up doing... I've seen there was a story going on on TikTok ages ago about a girl who wants to be with a black man in order to get like a mixed-race child with green eyes. And the child came out like a lot darker because some of them do like just a little bit more men related. The child, I think, was a boy and it was brown skin. And they had um, brown eyes, like dark brown eyes. And she didn't want the kid anymore because it didn't come out her way of a perfect black child. That's why I'm saying people need to educate themselves more when it comes to mixed race kids, especially because kids are not going to come out the same color every time. Not every time. Like, I make a joke that my dad ran out of melanin, but then for some reason, my brother is just darker than the rest of us, and he's the youngest. It's like that with my cousins as well. One of them is literally the lightest thing you've ever seen, the other one is brown skin. Like, they're completely for change. Same mum, same dad, a year apart, but they just come out completely different because it, it happens. But. I'm just really lucky that my parents, they both love me, and even though I came out, like, white passing, I would hate to be born to someone who wanted a kid based off of fetishism and be disappointed if I had come out white because that that is going to break a child's spirit and anyone who says that they want to be with a black person to have mixed kids do not deserve to have kids because it's so so disgusting and that that stereotype as well that needs to stop because it's not it's just not okay especially like kids that come out darker or whiter based on the idolization of what you imagine a mixed race person to be it's going to hurt somebody, especially like me a lot. I understand I'm white passing, but growing up, not everyone you try and tell someone, oh, I'm mixed race, they're not going to believe me because of how white passing I am. Like I have the facial features of a black person and I have the attitude of one definitely, but my skin is just, someone will look me dead in the eye and tell me that I'm a liar. Um, so that like fetish, I needs to just be diminished because it is disgusting. Even the comment, what's the comment? Someone said, 
not even the comment I want to be with a black man to have mixed race kids is I want mixed race kids so I'm gonna have to be with a black man like I've heard mm -hmm. that comment quite a lot oh because I want mixed race kids I'm gonna have to be like it's I think it's a burden like it's a on chore. you. Like it's a chore to do. Oh, I'm gonna have to be with a black man, and if I want mixed race kids, like, oh. alright then. Yeah, and also something that needs to change, especially in like London, is the care system, because it is absolutely disgusting. I get there's the whole. Um, everyone knows, yeah, African black parents they do corporal punishment on their kids. Not all black African parents are like that. Not even just African, like not all black parents are like that. Like my brother, he does gentle parenting. He doesn't ever hit the kids. If He'll maybe shout at them if they're naughty, but if you don't raise your tone a little, they're not gonna see it as serious, especially little kids. And they're just gonna continue doing what they're doing. But, um, and more time, there are some white people that when they do corporal punishment, they do it bad, like, Especially because white people bruise more easier than we do, you can see it. And but they're most likely to take the kid off of the black parent than the white parent. Like, I've actually seen it before. There was this one white girl, like, she was skinny as hell. Like her parents were treating her so bad. Like she was getting beat, she would have all of this stuff. Every day, I don't want to go home back to my parents. But social services still took her back. But other black people, the tiniest thing, like they probably could have like cut their knee going off, falling off a scooter or something. And then social services will be like, yeah, this is an unsafe household. But with the white person, they'll send them back and back and back. And they'll probably be like, oh, you just probably made your mum a bit angry. It's okay, just apologize and everything will be fine. But that's not always the case. And then there'll be these black parents, they're like, I didn't deserve for my kids to be taken. They'll be fighting for their kids. And by the time they do get the help that they need, their kid is probably in America with some next family that they don't even know. They don't even know their birth parents. They Or they have very little memories or they have this like a picture or something. Like it's just so, so sad to see. And it just annoys the hell out of me is because like the people that deserve to have their kids more time they don't have them and the people that don't deserve to have kids like shouldn't have kids in the first place have their kids and it's like i don't know i don't know what the actual term for it is called but it's something like you know when people have kids for the joy of like having a baby but when they surpass the baby stage it's just like what do i do with this so now it becomes a burden yeah them. it's like those people they keep their kids their kids are being treated very poorly but then those black people that wanted their kids they were actually treating their kids good maybe maybe a few corporal punishments here and there but like who doesn't want to slap a kid when they're naughty like that's just like not thingy but you know what i mean and it's just like they're not hurt badly but they're still being taken away and it's just so annoying because then they don't get to see their family they don't know nothing about their culture because more time they're placed with a white family and then it's just like, oh, yeah, um, a goosey. Like, they don't know nothing about their family or their culture or nothing. And they try to, when they teach them, it's a whitewashed version. And when they go to school, they meet people from their actual culture. It's just like, oh, I didn't know that. Or what even is that? I feel like another topic that we should speak about is like good, this is one that I wanted to speak about was 
good like films and programs that will help people kind of get a grasp on what it actually is. <clears throat> oh my god, sorry about that. Which it actually is like to like be a black person. I feel like Colin, I don't know if you lot have seen the program, it's like Colin in black and white and it basically shows like how this mixed race boy was adopted by two white parents and they didn't they just basically didn't show him how his culture was, anything like that. They didn't they didn't not even brainwash but kind of just like what's the word where you like oh my god I know exactly oh, I've forgotten that word as well but I know exactly what you're trying to think where you of. basically kind of like explain and teach they didn't explain or teach him how his culture is and then when he finally went to like school and was around other black people he was just lost like he just he just didn't get it he struggled when it came to his hair his hair was like never combed like or anything like that and when he did get braids I think his adoptive parents made a comment about how he looks like a thug now his hair is very yeah and even stuff like when he was outside and like he, there would be he'd be like racially targeted he wouldn't understand why because he wasn't brought up around knowing like the knowledge that happens when you are black i think another good film to watch is the hate you give i don't know if you've seen that but it's i cry every time i watch it and i've watched it like a hundred times and i will continue to cry every time i watch it but it's a very very good film definitely read the books as well because the books go into way a lot more, more detail. detail yeah no the hate you give was good book wise and film wise it was it was top tier i would definitely recommend because it kind of does show you how easy it is for a black person to lose their life like even in this day and age and sadly there's so much black on black crime nowadays like it's actually really really bad um, speaking about um, that, like, the hate you give, right? The actual people, they were given money, but, like, to say sorry, but it's the fact that that doesn't do anything, that they, their lives were, like, taken away from them because they did something they didn't do. I mean, they didn't, I was going to say it, but they were, like, accused of something they didn't do, and, like, it, I thought it was, like, unfair that they just get money when they just lost, like, a part of their life that they were you can give as much money as you want to someone who lost a family member to it, but no money is gonna like value the same amount as. What's the other money. film called? I feel like you don't know. Oh, what wait, I'm talking when about. they see us. That's sorry. what I thought I you were talking stop. about. <laughs> no, I thought. Wait a minute. That's when you see us. When you see us was good as well. That was very good. It was based on a true story, which caught me off guard completely. About another thing. What's it called? Where like you wrongly accuse someone of something. Mm -hmm. It was basically that, it's, if you look it up, it's called, I think, the Parkland Five, where there was just a bunch of black people outside, partying, vibing, and a female got jumped and beaten and raped and almost died. And the lady wrongly accused five, five of the boys that were outside doing nothing, and they went to prison and did their time just to come out the other end. They didn't really get an apology, they didn't really get anything, they basically lost their whole life. I think they were really young, like, aging from, 13 to 18, I think. Yeah, one the youngest one, I think, was 13. Like, films like that, I feel like, should be put out a lot during Black History Month because you only even put, like, one or two films out during Black History Month, like, on Netflix and stuff. But I feel like a lot of them should be because it just gives you, like, an eye-opener of, like, what really does happen. If um, you want to, like, be lazy in Black History Month and do your part by, like, quote-unquote, educating yourself by watching movies or shows... If you want to do that, the only thing I can recommend is watching movies and shows based off of true stories. Because if mm. you're watching something fictional, nine times out of ten it's been whitewashed. Mm -hmm. But if you watch something based off of a true story written by black writers, 
it it's going to impact you more. Like you should get angry when you see someone on the screen being wrongfully accused or like wrongfully taken by the police and stuff like that. You're meant to feel angry. That is how you're meant to feel. But you also have to remember that is it. It is a lot worse in life. And if you're going to feel angry at a TV screen on a show. You need to feel the same anger when it comes to that happening in person because you're just going to bat an eye at the end of the day. That reminds me. Um, I saw this like, you know how like sometimes on TikTok they'll put like clips of documentaries and movies. I saw this one clip of a documentary and it was basically talking about young black men, how long they did in prison and what they were falsely accused for. Mm. Like, there's this one man, I can't remember his name and I really wish I did. He was falsely accused of rape as well, which happens a lot, like, they falsely accused him of rape when, like, it wasn't them. And he spent 60 years in prison, came out an old man, old and frail, just for the... And obviously the girl that falsely accused him had already died, so, like, nothing could really go back on her, she's not in the world anymore. Mm. Until someone, like... I think they accidentally admitted that she lied about it. So this man was rotting in prison for 60 years when he could have had a whole life. And obviously that impacted him. He was too old to work. He's too old to like, well, he's not too old to get a house, but you have to get money to get a house. And ex-convicts is really, life for them is really hard, whether you're falsely accused or not, because you still did the time. It's still yeah, on like the Yeah, like the Emmett story. That I yeah. hate that story um, so film. much. I personally just don't think I could watch the film. I honestly feel, do I feel like it would break I mean, me if I watched it. But it's like, I cried so much. It was so sad. It is disgusting how you can live the rest of your life knowing you just got a boy lynched for, for nothing. For nothing. Because what, he wanted to compliment you. Which he, he wasn't even complimenting. I think he had like Tourette's or something. It's just not fair. And people I think it was just to, what a whistle. Yeah, it's yeah. A simple whistle. It, it's it just, just a whistle, and, and it ended in him losing his life. So, even though this is all in the past and this happened, when it comes to Black History Month, you need to remember this is happening every single day to some black person. At this very moment, someone could be wrongfully accused. Someone has just lost their life unfairly. So, even though you may want to do your part and I don't know, sit home and watch a show based on black people, you need to remember every single second of the day, every minute, every hour, something is something bad is happening to a black person. And you need to do your part. Because black people have come so very far and are not receiving the same like, treatment. Just same treatment as Pride is. Everyone goes crazy for Pride. All the companies, all the shops, They'll have rainbow flags, but when it comes to Black History Month, oh, it's Black History Month this month? Yes, it's Black History Month. A lot of people forget when it's Black History Month. I have, yeah. so, I have so many people go, oh, it's Black History Month. I thought it was in February. February? That's the American it, month. Yeah, that's the American And they chose the shortest month in the year. It just says something. When people think of Black History Month, the first thing they associate with it is slavery. So it... It, the school education system, it just needs to be improved. Advertising, education, it needs to be better. Just dedicating a month and telling people it's Black History Month and putting out a few facts and movies, it's not enough. And at the end of the day, like even though we all have different skin colours, especially in this room, we all have different skin yeah. colours and we've all agreed with each other's opinions, we've not judged each other, nothing. 
when it comes to one person's skin tone to another, at the end of the day, we're all human. Uh, 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 underneath our skin is red, it's blood. If yours is blue, you should get that checked out. So we, even though we all have different skin tones, there's no reason to be racist or just piece one another against each other and, you know, and hate people based on the color of their skin. Like at the end of the day, we're all red, we're all underneath, we've got blood, we've got organs and we're all human. So just treat people as humans, how you want to be treated. If you want to, if you want to treat people like bad and poorly, then you, I'm assuming you want to be treated bad and poorly yourself. So just treat people how you want to be treated. And remember, at the end of the day, we're all human. That's just it. Like, we'll, we'll live and we'll die. So everyone's got a short life. So just make the most of it. And also take accountability for your wrongdoings. It is so annoying when I'm trying to tell you that this is what you've done to me. I don't like it. And I tell you how and why I don't like it and you victimize yourself and be like, oh, I don't know anything about the black community. I was raised in a gated community, whatever. Like, just take accountability. Don't victimize yourself because I'm telling you how you could be better. That's literally all I wanted people to know. And tell a black woman something nice today because they deserve it. Thank you for listening to the Black History Podcast.